Meanwhile... Are you a figment of my imagination? Or I one of yours? One more now! of the 45s mutations a vinyl solution presentation and welcome to another exciting edition of mid valley mutations this week uh, i decided to go Next door, uh, to the from the lava lamp lounge over to the uh, uh, the Grumpy Punk's house. Uh, he's got the better turntable, actually, and, and the and the bigger collection of uh, of seven inches and forty fives. Um, and and so that that's kind of where we're at uh, this week. And and, and there's a, kind of a funny story behind uh, what's going on, uh, actually. Um, so uh, you know, I was uh, making a comment on a show. Maybe a month or so ago, um, about how I had wished that I had purchased some more mutant pop records uh, via a legendary record label from Corvallis, Oregon, that uh, released a lot of really cool, excellent, uh, left of center, uh, uh, punk adjacent stuff in the late 90s. Um, and uh, now all those records are collectible, unfortunately, so I, I, I can't afford that stuff. Um, and, and, and a wonderful friend and listener by the name of Angela actually mailed me a box of mutant pop records, <laughs> uh, which was so sweet. Uh, and and uh, I mean, it was bringing back a lot of memories, super nostalgic, very fun to kind of relive some of these uh, records that I hadn't heard in uh, over 20 years. Um, and uh, it, it decided it made me want to dig through the the crates, you know. I mean, I have like six or seven of those uh, Henry Weinhard's boxes of uh, you know uh, twelve bottles of beer that just so happen to be seven inch width. Uh, and so um, I decided that uh, I was going to dig through all those, pull out some of my faves from those days that I haven't heard in ages, uh, and, and just kind of do an all vinyl, all forty five, all seven inch show of just a bunch of stuff that uh, I've been kind of wanting to hear. 
We kick things off with Behead the Prophet, No Lord Shall Live, uh, my favorite queer core band from uh, the 90s uh, doing uh, Have You Heard the Music? Uh, it's the music of today. Uh, uh, yeah, I've got a lot of fond memories of listening to Behead the Prophet. Uh, any, any chance uh, to listen to some uh, queer satanic uh, punk rock? Uh, you're, you're, you're doing something right uh, in your lifestyle, uh, in my mind. There's a little bit of a, a, a violin uh, or in the background of that one, too, uh, which I always thought was a nice touch by uh, Behead the Prophet. Uh, let's get into things. We got a lot of ground to cover, and we got two hours to do it. Hour two is going to be our mutant pop tribute, but uh, let's uh, dig into uh, the rest of these uh, silly rock and roll records uh, from my collection uh, stored underneath uh, my mixing table. Um it's time to get into some dumb radio here on Mid Valley Mutations. Mid Valley. Attack of the 45s. Mutations. Seven inches of pure pleasure.
Today, 
Red Valley. Attack of the 45s. Mutations. A vinyl solution presentation. Ah, yes. The sweet and wonderful sound of an all-record show. Some of the records sound better than others because some have been better cared for. (laughs) Yeah, uh, this is all stuff from my collection of uh, various different things and whatnot. I've been trying to uh, give a little bit of a rundown of the provenance of uh, various different records uh, in the chat. And and, and if you're uh, listening to this in some way and you're like, oh, wait, there's a chat. Uh, Yeah, there is a chat. You should uh, should join us. uh, WFMU.org forward slash Sheena. Uh, and then you can kind of navigate to uh, our program and, and, and uh, follow along. The chat's very fun live, but of course, uh, uh, you know, there's lots uh, of ways to listen. And, and uh, we don't shame people for, for listening in, in all the various ways that they listen. And we got a full house tonight. Let me tell you, the Ramen City Kid, uh, Zap No Map Case. Uh, Heather, uh, Bill, Mr. Fab, Mr. X, uh, Hyperdose, uh, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a packed house, as they say. And, uh, we're kind of, uh, turning the stereo up. I decided to go, uh, next door, uh, to, um, uh, uh, the, the Grumpy Punk's house, because he's got a better, uh, stereo and a larger, uh, collection of records that I can, uh, pilfer, um, and, uh, yeah, uh, we're just, you know, like, uh, uh doing things uh, the old-fashioned way, as they say. Um, uh, it, oh, I, I love it when Mr. Fab is dropping little tidbits in the chat, too. So that's another reason to, to listen, because, uh, or to follow along, uh, live, is that, uh, you get to hear all those little, uh, details and whatnot that we, uh, share, uh, in that format. I got a lot of stories about that set that I just played, but, uh, you know, I think if I had to select one, I, I would single out, uh, you know, uh, Ashtray, uh, a, a band that I actually had to stay with me for a while when they were on tour in Oregon that I think they had to do about a week, uh, at my apartment. Um, and, uh, let, let them stay. Uh, we drank, we went to shows, uh, they played live on my radio show. I got a live set from them where they did some radio friendly versions of all of their songs, which every one of their songs has a lot of cursing in it. Just it's the way they roll. Um, it was super fun. And then of course, flash forward to these days where, uh, the, the two singers were, were married then they're still married. Uh, but now they have kids and, you know, kind of a, a, a more uh, a quiet lifestyle uh, than the one they led in Ashtray. And, and so I love to listen to that record and, and think of them and uh, remember the super drunk nights we had in that uh, apartment I had way back then. And then uh, think of them now. We got a lot of fun stuff in uh, the coming set, so I should probably not dawdle and let it get uh, going. But uh, in this set, I have what I think is probably one of the best records made in all of the 90s. But first, we're going to kick things off with uh, a group called uh, The Quaint, although I think uh, now they have changed the name to Die Quaint. But uh, when I got the record, it was called The Quaint. This one's from 2019. It's, it's, it's a new-ish, as they say. And you'll realize it very quickly by the topic as well. 
It's a uh, it's Mid Valley Mutations uh, uh, spinning all seven inches and forty fives tonight. Uh, stick around for hour two. It's going to be a mutant pop tribute. Thanks to Angela. Let's get going now, shall we? Mid Valley Attack of the Forty Fives Mutations Prepackaged nostalgia in a perfect serving size. Donald Trump is a bad person. Donald Trump is a bad person. Donald Trump is a bad person. Ha! You think he's a person? One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Donald Trump is a bad person. Donald Trump is a bad person. Donald Trump is a bad person. My name is Donald Trump, and I am a bad person. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Donald Trump is a bad person. Donald Trump is a bad person. Donald Trump is a bad person. Water is wet. Make it fucked up. 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 Spray paint the walls. Trash the halls. Hit the sauce. Shoot your boss. Fuck shit up. Do it punk. Waste a pig. Diana Rig. Blow your cool. Fuck the rules. Make 
get fucked up. of Ulysses, the serious, unserious, reverently irreverent, immoral moralist, whose iconoclastic assault on the received pieties of America placed them in the front ranks of social critics. What went into the making of the legend? There was their erudition, their stock of language, their lore and urban sagas. Their ransacking of every literature, their knowledge of archaeology and racial history, of kitchen midden and skull measurements. There was the precision with, the precision with which they knew the homely and workday details of culture, as well as the big abstractions. The ease with which they moved about in history from Neolithic times to the report of the latest congressional committee. Could you please be quiet while I read this? Thank you. All right. They were, as has been said, the last group who knew everything. And if they did not know quite everything, they could distract your attention from the gap by a wry witticism. There were their strange songs, any one of which could have made a lesser band's career. Any 
nature which had been active, standing the accepted document on their head. There was their polysynthetic language and their slow acid style that corroded the sanctities. There were their concerts with their mumbled messages which only the better souls understood. There was the way they looked, shaggy eyebrows, ashen faces with unforgettable eyes. Rough clothes that hung too loosely on their shrunken bodies. A shell of silence into which they seemed to have received for good, and from which only the most persistent strategy would draw them. They refused to be patronized or dismissed, turned into a cult or giggle that. The important thing was to build a social analysis that would encompass modern culture and make humankind resonate. Ladies and gentlemen,
Westchester Park, Downtown Olympia, 1994. Coolest punk show I ever saw. Local business people organized as citizens afraid to speak the truth. Anonymous cowards attacking the folks who are trying to make this town face itself. How could they even look themselves in the mirror? Make it fucked up. Make it fucked up. Make it fucked up. Make it fucked up. The business bullies have their way. And the homeless kids are sleeping in the woods. Property is nine-tenths of the law. something. That something is legal. The truth everywhere on this planet. In America, we live by the golden rule. Them that have the gold makes the rules. And don't forget to blame the presentation. And welcome to Hour 2. It's Mid-Valley Mutations, and we're uh, playing all records this show. Two hours of old, dusty, 7 inches and 45s. And uh, we just heard an, an hour of stuff from uh, my collection of uh, choice gems and uh, other things that I enjoy. But now, even though we are over at the Grumpy Punk's house, because he does have the better record player, uh, it's time for us to get into something a little special. Uh, I, I told this story earlier, but I'll mention it again in case anyone just tuned in. Uh, I was uh, lamenting 
on one of the last shows I did where I played a, a lot of punk rock stuff, and I think I only maybe featured one song uh, from the label, I was lamenting that I did not buy more mutant pop records uh, when, I w- when they were cheap and plentiful. Uh, because in the old days, uh, this was a Corvallis label that was you know, just down the road from us, uh, living in Eugene. And uh, so you'd see these records all the time, everywhere, all these mutant pop ones. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll get that next time or whatever. Now they're all collectible. Uh, but uh, it, it, the funny part was is that mutant pop didn't really just put out anything local. I think, I mean, there was only one Corvallis band that was on the entire label. And then um, uh, the Automatics were from Portland. That might have been as close as they got. And everything else was kind of from all over the place. Uh, and that was kind of the thing is that uh, the, the the mutant pop was kind of forging a specific sound, a specific kind of style, kind of trying to veer away from the, the, the grunge stuff that was super huge at that time. And, and even kind of try to veer a little bit away from the pop punk stuff that was kind of taking over uh, through Lookout and uh, um, uh, uh, all of those uh, uh, venues. Um, and, 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 and I think uh, the, the pop part is the thing that they're uh, focusing on. They're, they're, they're actually, they're, there's harmonies on a lot of these records. Anyway, I was talking about this on the show saying, oh, I wish I'd gotten some when uh, I had the chance. And uh, uh, my friend and listener, uh, Angela, sent me a box of Mutant Pop records. It was so sweet. Um, and, and I say Mutant Pop, but I, uh, really what I mean is that it's like a Mutant Pop and Mutant Pop adjacent stuff because there's stuff from all of these different labels where a band had one record on Mutant Pop and then uh, there's also records from that band on other labels. So uh, it was a pretty cool mixed box of stuff. Uh, Some of it I was familiar with, a lot of it I didn't know. Um, And so uh, this next hour we're going to feature a bunch of that stuff from that box of records that Angela sent. Thank you so much, Angela. That was such a sweet uh, gesture. Um, I I will be uh, probably featuring more of it on the show uh, as time goes on, but this is just the the stuff that caught my ear upon the first listen. Uh, so yeah, let, uh, let's uh, get into this. This is a, a kind of a, 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 a little a, a tease, a best of, if you will. And, and you know, since some of these records are collectible, uh, that was kind of the mutant pop vibe, putting out limited runs and things like that. Um, it's probably time that we had a song that discussed that very phenomena right up front. I hope you're all ready for some drugs and masturbation here on Mid-Valley Mutations, part of Sheena's Jungle Room, WFMU.org. Enjoy. Mid-Valley. Attack of the 45s. Mutations. And now a selection of mutant pop artists from Angela's collection. Churches, crocodiles, socialites, sodomites, parasites, clean shaven, concubines, babies, smooth, Bayesian beauties, mailman, milkman, garters, and silkman, shy, Singapore shavers, zip sharks, deluxe rubber chickens, Florentine wing dog, gargoyles, record nerds, yellow witted purchasers of pre recorded musical entertainment, consumers, late bloomers, and homosexuals. This is not the original introductory monologue, so don't think you're going to hear any jokes about blowjobs and Green Day. Yes, that's right. You, the lucky record button, have just purchased the latest in a seemingly infinite number of senselessly collectible varied editions of the drugs and masturbation extended Pacific Northwest hit novelty single. Congratulations! Monkey, you're one of us. Drop what you're doing and dedicate the remainder of your drone-like existence to tracking down all known versions of this record, for it is only at the checkout counter that the punk mind can truly be free. Contrary to the earlier findings, the kids don't want songs about drugs. The kids don't want songs about masturbation. The kids want bullshit, and we're just the people to give it to them. A brief ethno-history of the drugs and masturbation extended Pacific Northwest in novelty signals provided as follows. 
First pressing on new pop records from 1995, 1675 copies total, 300 on urine yellow vinyl, 300 on green vinyl, reminiscent of SOA's no policy EP, 300 on lifesaver snatch from a five-year-old girl's hand, orange vinyl, otherwise it didn't use the word five-year-old girl and snatch in the same sentence, but I'd be confused with Michael Bard, 300 on undistinguished translucent purple vinyl, 300 on spermy white vinyl, and 175 on clear vinyl, and damned if there wasn't a tragic mishap at the pressing plant where the clear vinyl wound up with two different versions of the song, It's My Style, on the B-side, instead of the regularly scheduled, yeah, yeah, well, nobody's perfect. The second pressing of 400 was on black vinyl and all 2,075 of these records had black and silver labels and were sleeves and really fucked up looking black and metallic triple jacket. Then, whoops, somebody goofed again. There were 200 extra records made, so these orphan 7-inch delicacies wound up in sleeves bearing the proud imprint of Creamy Mimi Records of Osaki, Japan. Probably looked more like they were run off by some bespectacled geek at the West Mason Street Tinkos in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Some of these sleeves were black and blue, others were blue and black. It's kooky, Maynard, it's kooky. Third pressing was a thousand copies of opaque blue vinyl and modified black and blue sleeves of blue and silver labels, and the fourth pressing was licensed to killer records of Finland, who produced 945 total records, 315 pink, 315 blue, and 315 green. Since there are no vinyl pressing plans in Finland, don't let this happen to your country, this record was manufactured in the Czech Republic, where they accidentally put real Rizillo's tracks on the B-side of the green vinyl version. As the French say, kill fromage. Killer Records may even have released a picture disc version, but naturally nobody will tell me. Which brings us to the immediate now. The plan is as follows. 250 copies of this A-side with the original B-side, 250 copies of the old A-side and the old B-side, 250 copies of the old A-side with the new B-side sung in German, 250 copies of the new A-side and the new B-side, and 27 copies with an acoustic version of For Paul's Sake on the A-side, and the B-side consisting of a tape recorder of me an anonymous call to Ben Weasel and telling him that Tim Johan fucked his girlfriend. As a special bonus, all these will be on the same color vinyl. Happy hunting, dweeb! Cause other people are not like me and I don't like them very much When you see the thicker, don't try out the mystical They won't be about some of you See, said my usual thing, but you see Open me a bottle, I'll bolt it out for throttle I don't need his whiskey or his souls I can't speak for the eyes Well, so I'm playing drums and
so tight that I can't breathe. It's like a noose around my neck. This rigid suit is killing me. Metaphorically, of course. Noose of culture, steal my breath. Noose of culture, my neck I am Noose of culture, steal my breath. Noose of culture, my neck I am damned. Used to know myself. Bone man's in the cookie jar. But now I'm confused I don't know what my feelings really are Know the proper etiquette But sometimes I can't help it I wanna get on the table Dance and yell and I'm putting on my favorite suit My tie's so tight that I can't breathe It's like a noose around my neck This rigid suit is killing me Metaphorically, of course. Noose of culture, steal my breath. Noose of culture, my name is Diana. Noose of culture, steal my breath. Noose of culture, my name is Diana.
Attack of the 45s. Mutations. A vinyl solution presentation. And welcome to the Back 40, as my grandmother once said. And for some reason, I gelled to that phrase so hard that I keep using it all these years later. Uh, this is a, a, a bit of an uh, all-vinyl show. Uh, I, I popped on over to the Grumpy Punk's house, and uh, we're using his um, uh, 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 turntable and stereo and whatnot uh, to do this one. But, uh, but yeah, uh, uh, th- this is a, um, a, a tour through uh, some of my records, and then uh, this hour, uh, some of my uh, friend uh, Angelo's records, who um, uh, was kind enough to send me a box of 45s uh, of... Uh, mutant pop adjacent music and whatnot uh, when I was complaining about having not bought enough of it when it was cheap and plentiful uh, back in the day uh, yeah I, you know, I, I would only uh, like to comment you know I don't have very many rock and roll stories but the ones that I do I, I just uh, I, I gotta tell uh, so back in the day I happened to know some folks who knew uh, one of the Jessies from the Automatics uh, in this last little set that we heard there, uh, and uh, um, that Jesse was a uh, you know since the uh, the other Jesse had moved to New York, the Automatics were done, and he was kind of looking for something to do, and uh, you know I was uh, in the position to occasionally go over to that house and hang out, and so I, I recall early on when they were still called the Adhesives. Uh, that I was sitting in the living room as they were running through the same song over and over and over again uh, in the basement, uh, working out uh, what would become uh, some of the first songs on that first Epoxies record. Uh, And uh, the Epoxies were a pretty big deal in Portland when they were around. A lot of fun. Their shows were fantastic. Uh, They they toured a lot, as I remember. And, uh, yeah, they just... uh, they always delivered uh, super good times with them. And then, uh, I of course, went on to do other, many other things afterwards. Uh, Jesse was in the Blood Types as well. Um, a pretty good record, and I think I've even played them on this show uh, recently. So. Anyway, that was, that was bragging about the fun things I did in the old days. Uh, we might go a little bit over for this show hopefully you don't mind because uh, i want to try to get to all the rest of the stuff in this set and uh this is uh the time where if you've been sitting patiently waiting for the manor astroman and murder city devils inclusions into uh tonight's program this is the set in which they are featured so uh, uh strap in and uh get ready for that uh, and in the meantime, I think thanks everybody for hanging out in the chat. We're having a lot of fun here, trying to track down the origins of Boris the Sprinkler, uh, and uh, um, just you know, in, in general, reminiscing about that uh, '90s surf wave that we all enjoyed. Uh, thanks again, uh, Angela, for sending these records to me. This has been a lot of fun to kind of um, pull out the 45s and really uh, uh, dig through some stuff that. Uh, Frankly, I used to listen to a whole lot more, and, and now I don't. And I, I don't know why. I should have more 45 parties. I guess it's because you do all that flipping so quickly when you're listening to a 45. It's just like one song and done. Keep, keep flipping. Although the, the boon of listening to Mutant Pop Records is that usually they squeezed about four songs on per record, even at 45 speed. So uh, it, was pretty, it was pretty cool. Um, 
Unfortunately, I do not have any uh, John Luke Goddard 45s from City Kid, but I was thinking about uh, doing a um, uh, uh, um, People Who Died show soon so that uh, I can talk about all the people that have passed away. There's been a lot of uh, unusual passings recently that I think deserve some mention. Anywhoozle, let's get into this last little MP set here. It's Mid-Valley Mutations, getting loud, turning the stereo up way louder than it should be, uh, and uh, having an extra shot of bourbon tonight. Yeah, why not? I'm not going anywhere. I'm just listening to Mid-Valley Mutations. Mid-Valley. Attack of the 45s. Mutations. And now, more mutant pop artists from Angela's collection.
drum sound ah yes I was was thinking about there's a a very certain recording quality sound to a lot of 90s records that uh, I I think it's it's because most people were still doing analog and you didn't have like computer correction yet for a lot of that kind of stuff you know so it's still kind of like you know analog click tracks and things like that. I think the other thing that stands out when you listen to a whole bunch of 90s records back-to-back like that is is, is there's a lot of funny stuff going on in in the 90s. People really had a sense of humor about things. They were really trying to inject jokes wherever they could in in label art and in lyrics and things like that. It It was just kind of everywhere, you know. I'm sorry I'm going long. You know, man, if there's ever anybody on after Mid-Valley Mutations, I am in trouble. But I want to I squeeze in a, a couple more uh, tunes here. Um, we got uh, uh, one song by Murder City Devils and then one song by uh, a, a Portland band, uh, Neckties Make Me Nervous. Uh, and uh, this was one of those bands, again, where um, I had them on my show and then they gave me the 7-inch when, when I did. Um, and uh, so I actually have a, a live radio-friendly versions of the songs on the 7-inch that they performed on my show uh, back in 2006. Uh, or no, sorry, sorry, that was in 2007. Uh, but um, uh, this version is from the 7-inch the that they gave me. What can I say about that last uh, set there? Uh, yeah, thank you so much, Angela, for gifting me uh, all those 45s. A lot of cool selections in there that I, I had never heard before, and a lot of stuff that I had heard before, and I really wished I'd could hear again and now i can because i have those records um uh yeah uh 
this one was a fun show. You know, uh, pulling this together, I realized I have about this many again experimental records that I haven't listened to very much. That uh, I should probably do an all vinyl, all seven inch forty fives, all experimental stuff coming up soon to kind of uh, give you a similar cross section of uh, what was uh, happening in that same period of time. Because uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff uh, that I forgot about that I was like, oh hey, I should listen to that record again too. As usual, this show, the highlight of my week. I'm um, uh, a radio nerd through and through, going all the way back to that first cassette player radio I got when I was 10 years old. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, anyway, uh, you guys are wonderful. You guys are beautiful. And without you, there would be no program. Be seeing you. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, dance our way out of here, if you don't mind.
next time on Midvalley Mutations. Featuring Lee Marvin Little Richard That paltry paycheck you pretend you're pumped to receive every period And the rest Directed by Austin Ridge And now We bring you Love can't buy you money Filmed on location in Technicolor.